When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins, Jamie Markley on special assignment. He'll be back tomorrow. Thank you very much for being here. Well, Scott, today's the day. What's that? Uh, Joe Biden is going to be talking about uh, something that we all know is on top of mind for everybody. He's going to be giving an address about climate change today. <laughs> okay. All right. It's on top of no one's list, right. by the way. It's hot. No outside. one's list. Yeah. It's freaking hot everywhere, and of course, that'll be the backdrop. Right. Um, Here's the thing. The latest polling I saw from NBC said people are, that's like 3% of the people said that's the most important item on their agenda in terms of politics uh, this coming fall. 1% of people over the age of like 30 said that. What are we doing? Dude. I mean, what are we doing? I don't understand any of this. And I asked you today when you came on, when we when we first started chatting with each other, I said, what am I missing here? We're talking about rolling blackouts. I saw another, it was NBC last night on their news that ran a story about the aged electrical power grids yeah. and how can they hold together during these hot times. And we are told that the best way forward is to plug in a car overnight, taking electricity out that we don't have. Right. I mean, I honestly, what am I? Am I missing some fundamental thing here? Am I like, oh, of course. No, you're not. You're not missing anything. It's I, just, because I can't understand that. It's just as incoherent as it sounds. It, it's mind-numbing that in the same story, it, two stories later, you have one on the electrical power grid, rolling blackouts, cops going door-to-door, and the elderly saying, is your electricity still on? Yeah. What the hell is going on here? But if we take you know, 20 million cars and plug them in at night, that will help. Yeah. I, well, I, I don't get it. <laughs> there, there's nothing to get. That's the there's thing. There's no infrastructure for any of this. Right. None of it. I mean, yeah, I'm getting alerts from the power provider for my neighborhood, and it's it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, turn your thermostat up to 80 degrees while you're away today. Yeah, while you're away. Because it's going to be too hot. We want to make sure that we're easing pressure on the grid. And and to your point, no, you're, you're absolutely right. You're not missing anything because the idea of the solution being, oh, just, just get an electric vehicle. Yeah. So if the average, you know, family, middle class family of four has two vehicles, so you're going to start plugging in now two cars putting further stress on the electric grid, yeah. it makes no sense. No. And my electri- my electrical bill this last month doubled, and I'm yeah. not alone. Pretty oh, much no. everybody's did. No, yeah. And I'm thinking, now i got to plug a car in or maybe two cars in? And every... 
it just doesn't make it's just numbing to me yeah. why this isn't obvious. If somebody goes, you know what, before we do all this, let's make sure our grids are up for it. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we have charging stations everywhere. Let's make sure people can do this from their homes. I don't understand. Well, I, I mean, there's a combination here of people who are just grifters, people who stand to profit from the sale of electric vehicles or any other green weenie thing. There's also people who truly believe that we need to uh, do the green transition no matter what, no matter who it hurts, because we need to save the planet. It's basically a death cult. Yeah. It's an apocalyptic cult is what it is. And then there are just genuinely bad people who are pushing all of this. and, and Or some combination of all three. Right. And so that's why you have these people saying, oh, yeah, well, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do, you know, without actually coming to grips with the reality that, again, America and the rest of the world runs on fossil fuel energy. Yeah. Just period. That you, That's an yeah. inescapable fact right now. And we just don't have the capacity to flip a switch and, and say, OK, now we're all renewable. If you want to say long term in the next 20, 30 years, this is what we're building towards. You can have that conversation, but right now they're talking about five years, right? In a five-year span, that's not possible. It's they're just also talking about possible. forcing your hand and making it impossible yeah. to afford to drive a car that runs on gasoline. Yeah, I mean, I I just you know you seem like you would incrementally build with an infrastructure, mm-hmm. right? You would incrementally get to that point. And then hopefully you would incrementally reduce the the cost of an electric car over time. I don't know it, it, but I just kept I kept hearing about this, and you got people going, "My God, I you know when they have the rolling blackouts, I have to keep it at eighty two, and and I get it. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. So so Sleepy's going to talk about it today. He's yeah, going to he yeah ramble his way through some sort of yeah. malaprops or whatever, <laughs> right? Golly, a climate emergency or something like this. I mean, this yeah. is not that everything goes back to COVID, but but this does remind me so much of what the push was with uh, 15 days to slow the spread. Right? It's it's that you had public health officials in that case and politicians uh, who were so singularly focused on the number of COVID cases, they did yeah. not want to look at the other societal. Uh, harm that wasn't was even considered done. wasn't even considered right it didn't matter no. there was nope. there was not it was that singular focus it doesn't matter how many people lose everything they've worked for it doesn't matter how many kids get held back it doesn't matter what happens how many how many you know drug addicts relapse uh, none of that matters because we had that singular focus of saying covid's the only thing we have to worry about and that exact same mentality is being demonstrated right now with this idea of climate change, global warming, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, because they say, oh, well, there's a heat wave happening because heat waves never happened b- before today. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. But it's the same thing. They don't care. You know, if you're putting nitrogen limits on farmers, if you're doing all of these things, they don't care how many people starve. They don't care how many people go to the poorhouse because in their minds, the only thing that matters is somehow trying to magically control the weather that's it yeah doesn't matter what the collateral damage is i mean like we said this is a worldwide issue right i mean we're just a speck in all of this right uh we're gonna go ahead and do it anyway i think really if they really wanted people to comply um you know with vaccines or or green weenie stuff or whatever uh until you get to that point give out gas certificates 
I mean, if I get two hundred fifty dollars worth of gas, you can inject me with anything. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> whatever, man. Just give people gas cards in order to do yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is gonna kill you in five years. I don't care. It'll save I don't me. Care. It'll save me two bucks a gallon. I'm gonna right. burn to death anyway. Might as well. Right. Exactly. Yes. Meanwhile, uh, crisis at our southern border continues. But according to the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, the border is secure. I don't know if you knew that. No, it's not. No, uh, no it isn't. No, but but Alejandro Mayorkas says it's secure. Well, he's a liar. He's he not. Is. So yeah. he's uh, doing an interview at the Aspen Security Forum, and listen to the mockery of the of the moderator here as he asks the question about the border. I mean, okay. th- this is how they see you. If you're worried about unchecked immigration, about tens of thousands of people coming in every month, about a couple million coming in undocumented in the last couple of years. If you're worried about what that does to social services, what that does to our society, mm-hmm. what that does to our national security, well you're just an idiot. That's that's how they that's see right. you. I know. That it's 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 remarkable here. Here here's the question and answer from uh uh, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. A news channel and they were talking about an invasion was happening and I got a little concerned. Look. <laughs> um, the border the border is secure. No, it's not. The border, um, we are working to make the border more secure. Wow. That has no. been a historic challenge. Uh, I have said to a number of legislators who expressed to me that um, we need to address the challenge at the border before um, they pass legislation. And I take issue with the math of holding the solution hostage until the problem is resolved. Um, uh, There is work to be done. Um, When you safe and secure are two different words. Okay, thanks. Now we're playing dictionary over here. Exactly. I don't understand. Okay. Look, the border is clearly not secure. (laughs) I mean, they, they like to prop up. You know, massive fentanyl busts and, and meth busts and things like that in Southern California, which is great. But but the the outstanding question still is what else got through? Because in some cases, you will have drug traffickers who set guys up to get caught so they can get 20 or 30 of their buddies across the border uh, undetected. Yes. When you see the video coming out of like Del Rio, I, I mean, out of Eagle Pass, Texas. Uh, out of southern Arizona, you cannot tell me that our border is secure when you see hundreds, if not thousands, of people every single day just walking into our country. And then the government basically has uh, given everybody a speed pass when it comes to uh, seeing uh, seeing an immigration judge. You don't need an immigration judge to make an asylum claim anymore. You're just going to get guys who basically rubber stamp your application and say, okay, uh, talk to us in you know six to eight weeks or whatever. And a lot of those folks don't show up, right. which, which is one of the reasons why I, I'm, I'm starting to hear the news now over the last couple of days. These blue state mayors are freaking out because migrants are showing up at the yeah, doorstep. Many, no, <laughs> listen, this is what you wanted. That, yes, you should be throwing Deal them a with parade. It. Deal. You, they all should be with you, actually. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah, the mayors of Washington, D.C. and New York City are mad because a bunch of illegal immigrants have shown up in their cities and are draining their resources. Really? And the White House press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, said, without a trace of irony, 
that red state governors need to do more to stop the flow of migrants from their states to the rest of the country. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 we'll ha- we're up, uh, up against we're, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll get to that audio next. Uh, and Democrats are now saying we shouldn't use the word abortion at all because the truth is hurtful or something. I heard this. Unbelievable. We'll, we'll get to that and much more next. This is Dana Lash congratulating KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-683-7713. That's 1-800-683-7733. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-683-7733. That's 1-800-683-7733. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. How about we grab a picnic and hang out by the lake? How about we go for a walk? How about we play tennis? Looking for people who just want to do something fun? Find them on Our Time, the number one site made for singles over 50. It's easy to use and easy to find people who love doing the same things you do. From gardening to wine tasting to just going for a bike ride. Because even doing the simple things are better together. Start for free today on OurTime.com. The Brute. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. So the mayors of Washington, D.C. and New York City are mad because a bunch of illegal immigrants have shown up in their cities. See, now, now <laughs> that it's a problem that they have to deal with, yeah. now Joe Biden's got to do something about that border crisis. They're That's asking right. the federal government for more resources because their homeless shelters are filling up. That's the way it works. When it doesn't personally affect you, you right. don't care. Or you advocate for it. But when it starts to affect you, well, it's like crime. Once it starts yeah. to eke into your neighborhood, all of a sudden you pay attention. I did see. <laughs> I, I, I saw one comment uh, to this story that said something like, well, the good news is that a uh, town of 6,000 in South Texas definitely has more resources than New York City. <laughs> well. <laughs> it's like, well, no, they don't, actually. Yeah, right. What are you talking and about? And it's like, especially when you still do have the remnants of a pandemic going on. I mean, a a few months ago, maybe even a year ago, 
You know, mm-hmm. there was concern about filling up of hospitals uh, by non-citizens and illegal immigrants. Like mm-hmm. that's that's an issue. That that's a big problem. Uh, but you were called racist and xenophobic if you had that view before it started negatively impacting the East Coast. Uh, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, without a trace of irony, says red state governors need to step up and do more to stop the flow of migrants from their states to the rest of the country. Yeah. And they're blaming, like, because Greg Abbott had put a bunch of migrants, I think it's around 5,000 now, uh, migrants on buses to D.C., now, the yeah. mayor of New York City is saying that uh, Abbott is sending migrants to, to his town. That's not true. Uh, the illegals who are winding up in New York City are actually being brought there either by the federal government or itself or the uh, non-governmental organizations that work with the federal government to, to do that. Those, relocate, you know, yeah. middle-of-the-night flights yeah. mm-hmm. to Long Island and whatnot. That the yeah. pilots can't talk about those? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, guess what? That's been going on for a long time, and now you're realizing that this kind of has a, uh, a negative effect on your community. Anyway, here is uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre. So as you know, we're in constant communication and contact with governors uh, just across the country. I don't have anything specific to that, uh, you know, that the specific on uh, migrants being uh, shipped to other states. Is there a message from the White House about... I think it's, I I think we we have, this has come up before, I believe, a couple of months ago, and I think we believe it's shameful uh, that uh, that, uh, some governors are using uh, migrants as a political tool, uh, as a political play, uh, when uh, we should be uh, making sure that we're doing everything that we can uh, to help help folks who are coming into this process uh, uh, in in a uh, legal way, and making sure that, uh, you know, we do this in a in a safe uh, in a safe way and respectful way and i think it's shameful that that is happening no no it's shameful that you've you've and your administration has ceded our southern border it's shameful yeah. i mean you they're saying yeah we need to do everything we can to help these folks who are showing up okay well some of them may have legitimate asylum claims the problem is that you've sent the message throughout the world that you can just come on in and we'll deal with you after you get here. No, no, no. Turn them away. Say you're not coming here. Because for every person that has a legitimate asylum claim, there are a hundred more who don't. And for every gotaway, there's what? What is it? It's like for every person who, I'm sorry, for every person who is actually in contact with Border Patrol or DHS in general, there are dozens of people who just slipped through the cracks. And that's a huge issue for the security of this nation. And I'm sorry that they have their feelings hurt because now it's affecting them and their cities. <laughs> but, but some people in this country have been dealing with that for years. And it's gotten particularly worse since last year when Joe Biden became the president. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and listen, man, if, if you are a fierce defense and defense defense of joe biden and the border policy then at least you could your patriotic duty would be to take as many as we can send your way yes because you welcome these people you got no problem with them not being vetted and just dropping off you know what again i don't blame abbott at all no i mean it's you know why should i be penalized because of my geography yeah i mean no we're going to share we're going to share it with everyone else yeah and, and, Hell yeah, I would. And they yep. should. And again, yeah. like you said, if, if, if the Biden administration is all about, uh, you know, 
the American dream and letting these people in, yeah, then why why aren't you setting up uh, tents outside the White House? Yeah, I mean, don't let Texas take all the joy. I know. <laughs> Spread it around. There you go. <laughs> Jeez. Meanwhile, in fantasy land, uh, Democratic Representative Kathleen Rice says that pro-abortion activists need to stop using the word abortion altogether because the truth makes people sad. Oh, God. You know, we can't, again, this is why they pivoted years ago to women's health. Not about that, because they, do, they don't want to acknowledge what abortion actually is, and now they don't even want people to use the word anymore. Listen to this. I would suggest that you stop throwing the word abortion around um, because you think it's one that is going to um, raise the emotions um, above a having a reasonable conversation um, a, in, in, in a word that has been weaponized, in my opinion, by certain <laughs> yeah. people in this country. Because if we're going to have a real conversation about this, we have to stop using language um, that is, you know, going to um, prevent an actual meaningful conversation. Uh huh. The people who are talking about meaningful conversations are the ones who are screeching "Handmaid's Tale" all the right. time. Maybe we should stop using the word Democrats because They're, it <laughs> brings up negative emotions right. in my life. The Democrats are going to rebrand themselves as Republicans <laughs> so they stand right. a chance this fall. Just broken and insane. Right. I mean, I'm no kidding. Yeah, wow. when you're losing the argument, just change the language. That's what yep. Democrats have done for a long time. And sadly, for too long, it has worked. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. This is Alex Stone, ABC News. Congratulations to KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. This newscast. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley's out today. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, so Joe Biden is going to be announcing executive action on climate change today. So we'll, oh, boy. <laughs> we'll see what that is. Apparently, he is not going to be declaring a climate emergency, whatever that means. Uh, but he'll be going out there uh, and speaking about the need for some sort of action. All because of that darn Joe Manchin, who blocked this trillion dollar spending plan that they wanted uh which was a grift we all know it was a grift democrats know it's a grift that's why they were uh so upset at joe manchin right now and they got their lackeys to go out and attack him as well saying that joe manchin was responsible for destroying the earth or something <laughs> like okay right. well he oh, was yeah you know that oh yeah he, he's basically thanos from those marvel movies yeah, yeah, you know right. he snaps his finger and oh no all of us are dead now uh, uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg was on CNBC this morning talking about how we need to move away from fossil fuels and whether we're ready for it or not. And I think it was interesting because the anchor, who was not afraid to mix it up with him, uh, asked him a really important question on this particular point. You think we're going to we're going to be able to change the weather between or the climate between now and 2030? With what China well, we've changed the climate to... between twenty. We've changed the climate be between twenty ten and now, and not in a good way. Uh, so yes, we can and must act to make sure that we reverse the worst effects of climate change. Look, some of it's upon us right now. There, this is not a question about whether it's going to happen but, but or whether it's not going to happen. Keep it's a question of 20, they're going to keep rising. It's a question of how many no lives and, and how many livelihoods are going to be destroyed by.
by allowing the mm -hmm. worst effects of climate change to happen. Well, right and, now, people, you know, I've never known the United the States. Heat. I've never known the United from States the heat for something that may or may not happen by 2030. I've, they're dying from the heat because of a climate-related extreme weather. Well, we're not going to cut uh, emissions until 2030. In the meantime, they need energy to cool their homes and to heat their homes. In the meantime, right. And, and as you as you know, I mean, the other thing that's striking is I've noticed some uh, naysayers in, in the U.S. speaking as if the only power sources that are exist uh, that exist are solar, wind, and hydrocarbon. Obviously, in, in Europe, they, they have a mix that uh, relies partly on nuclear. Uh, we have more options that are being developed in the U.S. as well as being smarter and more efficient with the energy that we have. Energy efficiency has often been described as the fifth fuel. Uh, and in, in the transportation side of things, finding less carbon-intensive ways to, to move our vehicles. Obviously, the, the leading and, and most visible example of that's electric vehicles. That's why we're fighting to make EVs cheaper. There you go. Just buy an electric car. That's like, it. Like he talks about uh, European energy sources because they were taking nuclear power plants offline because of uh, anti-nuclear activists. They were taking coal fired plants offline and relying on Russian gas. And guess what just happened? That Russian gas is drying up as a mix of sanctions and then retaliation on the part of Russia. I don't know if you saw Gazprom. That's their uh, state-run, essentially, monopoly over gas. Mm -hmm. It's saying, hey, you know about that, that pipeline that we got going to Germany? I don't know if we're going to be able to get that thing back up and running. You know, it's just a real shame. If It would be a real shame if we just stopped delivering gas to the European Union. And it looks like they're going to do that, and the European Union's going to fight, and they're going to whine about it. And I would just like to remind everybody that a few years ago, when Donald Trump was president, he spoke at the UN, and he warned Europe, specifically Germany, about getting too close to Russia when it comes to dependence on energy supply. Mm -hmm. And they laughed at him. They said, well, gas, I mean, energy isn't political. <laughs> what? It always is, okay? Yeah. If you got a guy like Vladimir Putin who's willing to cut off the supply, yeah, it's political. Sorry, nerds. That's just the way the world works. You know, it, this box-checking administration, too, Yeah, is this guy, Pete Buttigieg, edge, edge, is so far out over his skis, so yeah. far underwater, clueless. As to what people think, what they need, what they need from him, it was a checking off of a box. The guy got the gig. Same thing with Jean-Claude Van Damme Pierre. <laughs> Same thing yeah. with Kamala. Same thing with, I mean, it goes on and on and on. It's The incompetence is at a high level. This yeah. guy has no clue, none whatsoever. Yeah. He just spews talking points. When he, and there's there's nothing there's no substance to this guy none yeah well you're right and you can hear it because he has his you hear it all remarks. the time when he yeah. talks yes just well and, and the other so thing frustrating. is in that in that little spiel he gave on CNBC this morning it was an actual admission that he's willing to let or that we should all be willing to let yeah. people cook inside their homes absolutely. For the greater good. Uh, for the greater good, because in yeah. the long run, well, we got a planet to save. So if people if people are hurting now, if people are suffering now, well, we shouldn't let that get in the way of what we see as the inevitable revolution. No, it doesn't care. And the legendary grifter, political grifter, John Kerry, yeah, who's out there with the same nonsense, too, and it's just... And, and again, I mean, I think you and I were talking about this earlier, David. It's not like I sit here and go, I don't believe global warming even exists. 
I mean, I believe it exists. I believe there there is an issue with it. But I also believe that you gradually push things along until you get to the point that it's not only safe, but also cost effective to make that switch. Yeah. And I've made the point before, too, because I know the oil industry and I'm not here to wave the flag for the oil industry. Okay, I I think there are a lot of scumbags in that industry as well. But there's a lot of scumbags that sell thumbtacks, too. You know, I mean, you you deal with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the idea that they are crushing any sort of research and development into renewable fuels is, is a fantasy that's cooked up by some left-wing nut job who doesn't know how the real world works. You know how many billions of dollars massive corporations like Shell, ExxonMobil, BP have put into the idea uh, or the research of uh, biodiesels, things like that, renewable sources? They've put tons of time and money into it. And the reason it hasn't come to fruition is because they just it, it doesn't justify. The output of energy is not anywhere close to what the output of energy is for oil. Um, but they are still researching it because they know, not it's not out of the goodness of their hearts, it's because they know the first person who can crack the code you know, and have the cost per barrel ratio, basically how much oil does it take to uh, provide the amount of energy provided by one barrel of oil if that Mm -hmm. ratio gets so narrow that it's matching traditional fossil fuels with a biodiesel or a renewable if they can do it whoever cracks that code first is going to be a trillion dollar company yeah they'll be the winners they they will be the winners they are Mm -hmm. pushing for that right now but the reality of the situation in the world we currently live in is that we need fossil fuels and cutting drastically fossil fuel use here in America or in Europe is only benefiting one other or is only benefiting America's enemies. I'll just say that. It's not one, but yeah, you got China, you got Russia uh, that are would benefit massively from this. And they are. I mean, the reason why the EU is getting a little bit more nervous every day that goes by is because they are going to have to ration energy because of this Russian invasion of Ukraine and the West's response to it. Because they are beholden to the Russians for this. Because they they kneecapped themselves uh, with energy in their countries and on the continent uh, in order to satisfy the whims of a uh, some Swedish dropout right. <laughs> named Greta Thunberg. No. I mean, Greta they, Thunberg, yeah. they were so freaked out by Greta that they were like, okay, I guess we got to do this. No one ever asked, a- actually wants to get to the bottom of the question of how much Russian money has... Well, groups that prop up Greta Thunberg uh, been funneled towards those groups from Russia. You know, and if really we're dedicated to all in on Green Weenie, then why did the president of the United States go hat in hand to the Middle East for more oil? Right. Oh, why is he hopping hopping into a giant jet to give a a statement on the climate emergency when he could be doing it from the fake White House they've got set up? Yeah, it's all this. I mean, this is a great soundstage. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, On that note, uh, we're just hearing this story, the same story every day, right? Uh, President Joe Biden's public approval rating fell to 36% this week in the new Reuters-Ipsos opinion poll uh, that was finished earlier this week. Ooh, buddy. That is the lowest rating, tied for lowest rating, of his 19 months in the White House. The, the national poll found that 59% of Americans disapprove of his job performance. And once again, you're looking at the data, and it's showing that the, the, the crisis for Biden has actually come from his own base. 
because he pretty much bottomed out with Republicans early on. We knew that. He was bottoming out with independents. We knew that pretty early on, and it's starting to crack. Uh, Biden's approval rating within his own party fell to just 69% this week. Hmm. It, you know, and, and like you had meant, you had brought this up a little while, uh, a little while ago. Uh, you know, there are people within his own party who are saying he's not focusing on the right things. Right. So today he's talking about climate change, which is motivating for three percent of three percent registered of, voters. Right. Three percent. Okay. You're not talking yeah. about inflation and all of this climate stuff that you're going to be talking about is only going to make this worse because you're talking about again uh, uh, kneecapping the industry that we rely on for our standard of living. Yeah, 3% of the people surveyed said yeah. this is one of their focuses. 4% said appendectomies. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have an update uh, here from Indiana. Uh, so on Sunday, we all know this story by now, this uh, guy with a rifle goes into the Greenwood Park Mall in Indiana, goes into the food court uh, armed with two rifles and a pistol and opened fire, killed three people, injured a few more. And he was taken out by a 22-year-old named uh, Eli Dickin, um, and initially the police said that the shooting had been going on for about two minutes. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, police have put out a statement saying we want to amend that timeline. We didn't mean to, to get it wrong. I just misread notes. Basically it was within 15 seconds that Eli Dickin from 40 yards away tagged this guy, took him out, shot him. Mm-hmm with his own concealed handgun that he was legally carrying under under Indiana's new permitless carry law. 40 yards away, you know how uh, he fired 10 rounds, apparently. You know what his hit ratio was? It was like 80%, wasn't he it? He hit him eight times Yeah, with 10 shots. Holy with moly. A, they, they said it was a Glock 9mm, I think probably a Glock 19. I don't think he'd be concealed, car- or concealed carrying a, a 17, but which is a full-size pistol. Uh, but I'll tell you, man, if he hit him with one of the baby Glocks, like the, the smaller for concealed mm-hmm. carry, uh, I'm never doing competitive shooting again because I'll never be that good. That's interesting you said that because, <laughs> I, and again, I'm not a gun owner. I don't know. But you were, you were talking about this yesterday. You're like, that's a great shot. That's a that's hell, a of, a hell shot, of a great man. shot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're, From 40 yards out? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a guy. Eight out of 10, strike the victim. Yeah. And, well, the gunman. Yeah. The, the gunman. The guy who's murdering victim. people. Yeah. The so, guy who's killing people. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that guy is a hero and deserves a parade. Somebody slid my liberal talking point in in you front did. of me there. You did. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there are still libs who are whining about, well, oh, I you, you didn't mean whining around with the guy. Same Just, in malls across America are you're forbidden to carry any mm. weapons in the store. <laughs> well, you know, maybe that uh, gun-free zone sign was one of the reasons why the murderer picked that location. You, you well, think that would go into the I don't calculus? think I don't think he ever thought for a second he was going to get shot at. Right. No. So it's I'm so glad that he was there and I hope if he's struggling cuz I mean taking a life no matter what the situation takes a toll on somebody. I hope he's getting the help he needs and uh man, I just he needs to be teaching people how to shoot. Absolutely. At 22 years old cuz if that holds up the 40 yards thing holds up Hot damn. That's hell of a shot. This is the Markley Bank. Hi, this is Trey Ware celebrating 100 years of service on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Innovation. Resilience. Agility. 
It's how Michigan businesses work together and continue to build the future. Our expertise, talented workforce, and collaborative environment are making a difference now and shaping the future. Join us and make your mark where it matters. Visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to put your plans in motion. That's michiganbusiness.org slash radio. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-683-7713. That's 1-800-683-7733. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-683-7733. That's 1-800-683-7733. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. Now, one of the big stories politically, sort of the game within the game, is out of South Texas. It was the election of Myra Flores, first Mexican-born person to win a seat in Congress, and she's a Republican who flipped a deep blue district. That was a special election uh, this spring, so the new election is coming up in November. There had been some shuffling with the congressional districts after the census, uh, and the Democrat who's running against her has turned to a racist and sexist blogger to run her down. Vincent Gonzalez, that's the guy who's running against her, uh, paid some loser blogger to write about her, uh, and he refers to her as Miss Frijoles. Oh, boy. And among other things, this loser blogger also wrote weird commentary fantasizing about Trump grabbing her genitals, like, multiple times. Okay, weirdo. It's just, it's sick, and of course... Seek help. Get mental health, you freak. I'll I'll tell you, though... I, I, I like the uh, Democrats trying to do things like this and also uh, uh, donating to the most far-right Republican candidates they can find to try to, like, I don't know, game the system, Yeah, meddling in Republican primaries, because you don't realize how quickly this is going to backfire if you're a Democrat. And in this case, I mean, you're actually play, paying some hateful bigot to write negative opinion pieces yeah, about your opponent that's not going to work out very well for you dude no well they when the first lady calls you a breakfast taco right i mean well again man i mean the democrats are are basically the most racist people out there that's why they call everybody else racist yeah 
Because it's all no, projection. Yeah. All of it's projection. I used to not believe that, and then you start looking into it, and you really look into it, and you realize that's exactly what they are. Well, there's one political party that wants to basically separate everybody by race. They're the ones who are saying, well, you, you can't talk this way and I mean, these racist jerks are, uh, it's always projection, man, always. Now you got this this uh, one Democrat running or paying for commentary that calls a woman Miss Frijoles. Gosh, she did dang. say that she likes Frijoles. She grew up eating them, so, you know, she's trying to do the counter troll, I guess. Mentally ill, golly. Yeah. Uh, Broken real, people. Real quick, um, did you see Merriam-Webster, you know, dictionary, caved to the trans agenda? I did see this, yeah. Yeah, in order to appease woke activists, the dictionary publisher has added a secondary definition of female that defines the term as having a gender identity that is opposite of male. Holy crap. Again, when you're losing the argument, just change the language. Yeah, change the verbiage. It's it's always Calvin Ball with these people. (laughs) We are so screwed, man. (laughs) This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Innovation. Resilience. Agility. It's how Michigan businesses work together and continue to build the future. Our expertise, talented workforce, and collaborative environment are making a difference now and shaping the future. Join us and make your mark where it matters. Visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to put your plans in motion. That's michiganbusiness.org slash radio. How about we grab a picnic and hang out by the lake? How about we go for a walk? How about we play tennis? Looking for people who just want to do something fun? Find them on Our Time, the number one site made for singles over 50. It's easy to use and easy to find people who love doing the same things you do. From gardening to wine tasting to just going for a bike ride. Because even doing the simple things are better together. Start for free today on OurTime.com. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today. He will be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, the mayor of New York is really mad that his city's homeless shelters are filling up with illegal immigrants. Gee, that's too darn bad, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Darn Gosh. the luck. Yeah. You know, I can't believe this guy is so xenophobic that he would have a problem with people who really probably shouldn't be in this country right now uh, draining uh, critical resources. 
Yeah. Uh, do you know who's not ha- unhappy about it? The people in Texas and the border. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not unhappy about that. I mean, I mean, look, it's like, hey, a lot of us have been worried about this uh, in communities across the country. But now that it's affecting real people in New York, it's a problem. Eric Adams is blaming the governors of Texas and Arizona, claiming that they're the ones sending the migrants his way. They probably are. Well, no, actually, uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott says, well, we're not sending anyone to New York. He is sending some migrants to uh, D.C. on charter buses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the number is around 5,100 at this point. And the mayor of D.C. is also saying, hey, we need we need help with this, Biden. Gosh, now that it's affecting us, boy, I think that the, the unchecked migration at the southern border might actually be a problem. Right. They're not actually saying that yet. They're actually just saying it's a problem that now they're having to deal with it. Uh, Here's what Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, had to say about this. And it's rich, man. It's rich. But we do need help to deal with this new um, wave of those who are in need of shelter. We need some of those states that have been giving people one-way tickets. We need them to understand that uh, this must be a partnership. This has to be a partnership now. Sure it does, yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't. No. I, l- listen, I'm sorry, but, but look, you may be trying to do the right thing by your city, uh, Mayor Adams, but you need to talk to Biden about this. You need to talk to Alejandro Mayorkas, the head of Homeland Security, about this. Remember the George Floyd protests that were taking place? Yeah. And they were being fueled by the limousine liberals in their gated communities? Yeah. And then it started coming into their neighborhood, and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden things changed. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. We're on your side. Wait a minute. No, no. (laughs) Right. Or or in San Francisco, where they legalized crime. Yeah, right. Essentially. Uh, It was all fine and good while people's uh, pharmacies were shutting down because of rampant uh, smash-and-grab robberies. But Mm -hmm. as soon as they started hitting... The uh, the whatever Saks Fifth Avenue stuff. Yeah, when you had a tent set up in your uh, in your front yard. Yeah, and people were pooping on your sidewalk. Yeah. Then it became a problem. Then it's like you know what? Maybe we actually maybe should we do should have we do this. have a problem here with this. You know. Yeah, and th- this is the problem is that a lot of these Democrats who are in positions of power who are trying to dictate what how the rest of us live always think every complaint and every issue is in bad faith. That yeah. if you have a problem with unchecked immigration at the southern border, well, it's because you're xenophobic or you're racist. No, it's it's because there is an actual logistical nightmare that has been created by this. And I'm sorry that you're dealing with it now, but them's the breaks, okay? Mm-hmm. A whole lot of people in border states who are just not ready to hear these crocodile tears coming out of uh, New York City right no, now. They're we not. need to be no. partners in this. Muriel Bowser, yeah, same thing, man. No, DC. No, sorry, no, nope. You do. You honestly, you should be putting them up. You, you we're all in this together, right? Right. They, they just want welcoming. This is a welcoming country. Okay, (laughs) welcome them into your house. Okay, go. There you go. Yeah, and in the case of New York City, it's actually not uh, any red state that is sending anybody their way. It is the federal government. Remember when Tucker Carlson was called racist for asking about these midnight flights that were being dropped. Mm-hmm. In New York, like on Long Island, uh, I think New Hampshire, Connecticut, there were other uh, areas where migrants were being flown there, dropped off, and no one knew where they were going. It was just like, okay, the federal government is funding these flights in the middle of the night, and we don't know who they are. We don't know where their final destination is, but the Biden administration is just like, yeah, well, welcome. Yeah, we don't know. So your beef is with Biden. 
But nobody has nobody in the Democratic Party or very few in the Democratic Party have the courage to actually say, yeah, this is an issue. And that's the problem when you I mean, they painted themselves into this corner because they said anyone who had a problem with it is racist and, and xenophobic and whatnot. And so now they can't actually uh, be honest about what the reality is. And the reality is that it's a huge drain on resources. And New York City doesn't exactly have the bandwidth to, to, to care for more people in need right now. Uh, you know, they got a homeless and crime issue as well. And so, listen, this is chickens coming home to roost as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, I mean, it's out of sight, out of mind. And when it comes to your neighborhood, then all of a sudden it's a different yeah. story. I'm okay with trans until they're beating my daughter in tennis. Then I'm not okay with this anymore. <laughs> you think you're impervious. You're just you're bulletproof. It's not going to happen to you. Right. Right? It's, no. always, it's always good in theory, right? Uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Boot Edge Edge was on CNBC this morning talking about how we need to move away from fossil fuels. And it doesn't matter if this rapid transition hurts us because we need to be leading the world on this. That's what he said. Again, another example of how... They live in this theoretical universe, not the actual world as it is. Right. And they refuse to acknowledge reality because they think they can change it by modifying language. I've never known the United States to be a country that looks around the world and says, what's the lowest common denominator? Let's do that. Or we don't have control over every piece of it. So let's sit back, uh, accept the status quo and let some other country lead. That's not what America does. And I think what you're going to see from the president today is an insistence that America should be leading the way and challenging the rest of the world to catch up to us instead of matching uh, some other country that isn't doing a very good job. America already is leading the way. On a lot of these fronts, on the Mm -hmm. energy front. The reality is, again, that there is no silver bullet. There is no perfect solution uh, when it comes to oil and gas versus renewables. The only solution that we have when it comes to bringing down costs for everybody in this country relies on cheaply and widely available petroleum products. That's it. That's it. And this guy's thinking that, oh, yeah, we need to... Uh, you know, we need to do away with all of that and then, and then put up uh, windmills everywhere and solar panels and blah, 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 blah. You know, on and on and on it goes. Buy an electric vehicle if you're worried about gas prices. All of that without actually recognizing that if we do in total what they want to do to this country, we are harming our national security interests before anything else because America will be poorer America will be less mobile. America will be less competitive on the world stage because China is not going to suddenly say, you know what, I see the U.S. is doing this. Uh, we're going to do it as well. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that. Russia's not going to do that. Uh, you think Iran's going to worry about that? Iran's not worried about that. Saudi Arabia is not going to be worried about it. So all we're doing is hurting ourselves. And, and, and really, we need to be looking at uh, Europe and Germany in particular as a cautionary tale because for years... Liberals have propped up what Germany has done in shutting down coal-fired plants and shutting down uh, fossil fuels uh, for the most part in their country and even shutting down the possibility of nuclear energy uh, in exchange for windmills, solar panels, and then, oops, Russian gas. What just happened when Russia invaded Ukraine and the response to that from the Western world Germany is in dire straits. They have harmed their own national security 
because they believed the hype of the environmental activists. They allowed them to drive the conversation and not enough adults were in the room to stand up and say, hey, we can make this a noble goal. We can try to push for renewable energies. We can try to do all of this, but we cannot completely demolish the infrastructure that we currently have. Because, you know, they, I, I just remember these naive statements from uh, Angela Merkel from years ago and others within uh, the German government saying, well, Russia is not going to use gas supply as a, as a as political leverage. Did, are you actually stupid or did you really believe that? Are you that mm-hmm. naive? Right. Because that's that's not how they want to play this game. I mean, Russia really is sending out the uh, the signals. Yeah, we might actually uh, fail to deliver on uh, on on gas because of factors outside of our control. You see. And then, what do you think happens this winter in Germany? What do you think happens right now? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You got a heat wave going across the world. What do you think happens? You're talking about a depleted energy supply. All because you just couldn't say no to some activists. Or you believed the hype, or you stood to make a lot of money off of renewable energy. You know, the thing is, too, what you don't understand about, and what I've learned as time goes on, the shrieking heads on fire freaks that are yelling constantly are a very slim and small majority of people. Very small minority, yeah. I mean, they, or minority yeah. rather, and and what and and what they're advocating for, they don't have to live with the results of what they're advocating right. for, for the most part, right? Yet, I mean, but you react and respond to it because it's loud. It's very loud, you know. Social media is full of it, so you react yeah. to it, and it's upside down of where people are. Oh, people care about their houses being cool enough to live in, they're warm enough to stay in. I mean, they care about that. What they, how much they're going to spend to put gas in their car? They care about all these things. Yes, they do. Absolutely. But to to push something on us and say you must care about this, we don't. No. But you tell us over and over and over again how I you have to care about this. Yeah. Well, and national media does the same thing. They do it. Yeah, because they pick up the talk because they're hearing it too. They're reacting to the screeching. Right. Yeah, And they inherently believe it, especially because if any Republican tries to counter it, they never give Republicans the benefit of the doubt or even want to listen to what they have to say. They just assume, oh, well, they're wrong and this, you know, this yeah. left-wing Twitter account is right. And Twitter yeah, serving exactly. as the assignment editor for most major newsrooms now, uh, that's how you get where we are. He got 1,200 likes on that. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got to talk about that. That's, that's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got more to get to. Uh, one of your favorites, uh, Robert Reich, th- that weird <laughs> little guy. He's super uh, mad at Joe Manchin. Yeah, yeah he is. Uh, and a Republican lawmaker is told he can't show a photo of a baby because it's triggering oh, when boy. you're talking about abortion. It's crazy. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Hey, this is your Uncle Sean, celebrating 100 years of service on News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. How about we grab a picnic and hang out by the lake? How about we go for a walk? How about we play tennis? Looking for people who just want to do something fun? Find them on Our Time, the number one site made for singles over 50. It's easy to use and easy to find people who love doing the same things you do. From gardening to wine tasting to just going for a bike ride. Because even doing the simple things are better together. Start for free today on OurTime.com. Innovation. Resilience. 
agility. It's how Michigan businesses work together and continue to build the future. Our expertise, talented workforce, and collaborative environment are making a difference now and shaping the future. Join us and make your mark where it matters. Visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to put your plans in motion. That's michiganbusiness.org slash radio. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest, sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, KBB.com. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. So today, 2.45 p.m. Eastern, President Biden is going to be in Somerset, Massachusetts, delivering mm-hmm. remarks on the climate. Why Somerset, Massachusetts? Just out of curiosity. Because uh, I believe there is a mm-hmm. shutdown. Is it a coal-fired plant or something mm-hmm. that's there? So he's going to... Uh, mm. Try to dance on the grave of the fossil fuel industry right. uh, while the fossil fuel industry is actually still alive. You mean uh, shuffle on the grave. <laughs> yeah, shuffle on the grave. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Just want to be clear think, on that. I think yeah. one of the reasons why he's so uh, dead set against fossil fuels is because some of his best friends are now those fossils. Fossil. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, kn- I knew that stegosaurus. Okay. <laughs> That's not nice. Uh, Climate advisor Gina McCarthy says, uh, well, I mean, just says exactly what the goal is from Joe Biden today. This uh, this was on CNN. He's going to make it clear that just because Congress couldn't get it done, he is going to move forward with every power available to him to make the change in the shift to clean energy. Man, they are they want to do everything possible to drive the cost of gas up to what the national average of six to seven dollars, don't they? How much time is being spent on this? I mean, everything's on fire. This is the thing. Yep. Golly. There, there is not one thing that they can really hang their hat on and say, we did a great job on that. Not no, one. None. None. <laughs> and, but now, and now they're like, hey, you know, you know I know everyone's uh, suffering with inflation and whatnot, but uh, I think we're actually just going to make gas more expensive. That's what we're going to do. And then we're going to yell at Russia. Then we're going to yell at uh, small business owners who run gas stations. And we're going to run about the Supreme Court. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to run down uh, the oil and gas industry leaders uh, because we don't take responsibility for anything. That's nuts. That's basically what they're going to say. So I can't can't wait to hear what the president has to say or what he attempts to say, at least. Green energy now. Do it now. Do it now. 
you remember uh, that guy Robert Reich? Oh, the Just, little guy, he, the little yeah, he, he was wrong 100% of the time. He's like 3 foot 4. Uh yeah. he used to work with uh the uh the Clinton Clintons, administration. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's he's really mad about Joe and he's Manchin. wrong. He's wrong. Everything he says is oh, wrong. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Um, Robert Reich, he wants to kick Joe Manchin out of the Democratic Party. Okay. Because Joe right. Manchin going to do that, Robert? Go along right. with the green energy yeah. scam in Congress. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, again, I think Joe Manchin and everybody else can look at Robert Reich and say, hey, look, you're too small. Okay? You, you are too small. You got, you yeah. got to be at least five feet tall in order to uh, talk to the adults. All right? You can't even ride Space Mountain. <laughs> Because you got to be so tall, right? On. Right. Yeah. I, got, I got that. Yeah. Yes, okay. I got that. He needs a booster seat every time he goes right. to Chili's. That's you know, right. That's <laughs> uh, An actress named Miriam, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I'm going to butcher it. Uh, Margolias. I don't know. Margolias. Huh? Margolias? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah, she was in uh, uh, Harry Potter, I guess, and... Uh, was with Arnold Schwarzenegger in uh, End of Days. Remember that movie uh, where he's like yeah, the I devil do. coming for yeah. whatever world domination? Yep. Yep. Um, apparently, she's saying that uh, he did something very rude to her while they were working on the uh, movie. Schwarzenegger End of Days. did? Yeah. Oh, no. <clears throat> and Uh-oh. she doesn't like Arnold Schwarzenegger, by the way. Not at all. Okay. all right. Some of it's because of politics, because he was a big, bad Republican. Listen to this. This was on the uh, I've Got News For You podcast. Schwarzenegger didn't care for him. What was not good about Big Arnold? Uh, he's a, a bit too full of himself. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I don't care for him at all. He's a Republican, which I don't like. And he was actually quite rude. He farted in my face. Now, <laughs> I fart. Of course I do. But I don't fart in people's faces. He did it deliberately right in my face. It sounded like you deserved it. <laughs> I don't know what the, what the setup is, but, you know, I've been cooling on Arnold Schwarzenegger because of <laughs> yeah, some right. of his uh, political moves in the last few yeah, years. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, man, if he's farting in that old bag's face, I'm, I'm, I'm on Team Arnold again. <laughs> Golly. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, coming up in a few, uh, Mayor Pete says it's astonishing that people don't want to let go of their gas-powered vehicles. And I'm just over here like, hey, you know, a lot of people don't have a choice, right? It's not that they don't want an electric vehicle. It's that they can't get one. That's right. Um, a Republican is told he can't show a photo of a baby because that's triggering for the pro-abortion crowd. Uh, and a nurse is sharing the craziest excuses for a father missing the birth of his child. I can't wait to get to this one. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Uh, biggest story of the day, I, I think. Uh, to me, it's competing. I got, I got two different things. Right. One, of course, is uh, Biden doing the green weenie stuff today. Um, the other really is, it's remarkable hearing these mayors, these liberal mayors in deep blue cities, complaining about uh, illegal immigrants showing up in their cities now. It's yeah. remarkable. Yeah, it is. It's like when reality comes crashing in to what you think is the right thing, right? Your, your theory on immigration and how we have to be more loving and accepting and all of that. So we got an update on that, plus what I uh, just mentioned a, a few moments ago. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show.
San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. The Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie on special assignment for one more day. He is back tomorrow. Uh, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says it's beyond him why someone wouldn't want to switch over to an electric vehicle. Oh, I don't know. Sixty-seven thousand dollar price tag might have something to do with it. But but no. Pete. But it, but but we got a planet to save. Okay. All right. I, I, I don't know why you're just so stuck in the past is what yeah, Mayor Pete well. says. I'm still astonished that, that some folks uh, and, and I, I felt this I was testifying in Congress yesterday. Um, some folks seem to really uh, struggle to let go of the status quo. Well, yeah, dummy. Yeah, we do. What's wrong with you? I mean, Siri, what is wrong with you? It's it's again, it's because we got nowhere else to go. Box checking dope. I mean, now, what do you mean you're astonished? Are you around real people ever? Oh, no. Ever? Do you have conversations with people who, I don't know, work for a living? Pete? Well, I mean, no. I, know you were, I know you're working around a lot of people who have no experience other than grifting off the government. I know that. Jackass. Yeah. That well, irritates me. Every, the more yeah. I hear that, the more it irritates me. Ne- never he forget. just has no idea why. No. Why? No, why? Why? You know, you're just a stick in the mud. Why are you, you people stuck with the status quo? The old antiques, give it up. Because you know, again, we're not. Sometimes they like to make the comparison to the horse and buggy or whatever. Yeah. Like okay, but but right now there isn't an effective alternative to replace fossil fuel energy. There's not. No, so, there's not. It, it just doesn't exist. You you can try to wish it into existence, but it, it still isn't going to happen. Um, but, you know, th- we'll see what Biden has to say a little bit later Golly. today when he's going to be taking some sort of executive action on clean energy and, and climate change. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So get ready for more expensive gas, uh, by the way. Oh, speak, spe- speaking of Pete Buttigieg, did you hear this? Uh he says that Joe Biden is the sharpest guy he's ever worked with. No, he didn't. He did. He did? Yeah. During a hearing in the House of Representatives, Republican member uh, Troy Nels asked if anyone had discussed invoking the 25th Amendment to boot Biden, mentioning, well, Joe's obvious mental decline and his little bike fall, which might have been a cheap shot. But, you know, he does have an obvious well, cognitive there's dec- decline. There's, de- there's cognitive decline. Yes. Yeah. Uh, here's this exchange. First of all, I'm glad to have a president who can ride a bicycle. And oh, God. actually, the whole point was that he couldn't. He fell off. So what? Right. <laughs> I'm proud to have a president who can ride a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is really low here, isn't it? <laughs> there, there we go. Put that on the uh, Biden reelection stickers. Biden, he can kind of ride a bicycle. Ride a bicycle. There's one accomplishment. Okay, I Yay. stand correct. We've been asking for months. Name one accomplishment that Joe Biden has in in in, in, in on the stat sheet during his presidency, yeah. and he can kind of ride a bicycle. Bicycle. He only of, occasionally of. falls off of the bicycle. Well, he created a tourist industry too. That's true. Around the accident site, yeah. <laughs> the sidewalk. Jar. Joe, yeah, right. Joe fell here. And Biden's he's got landing. Yeah. 
They need to add that onto like Google Maps. Right. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Anyway, here, here's a little bit more of that exchange. I will look beyond the, the insulting nature of that question and make clear to you that the President Have of the United States... Have you spoken to any other cabinet not. members about implementing the 25th Amendment on President Biden? The, of course please not. Please allow the you witness. Know Have you the emailed... This is United my time. States. Have you emailed any members with the, the executive States. branch about the President's health the or cognitive decline, the United including States text messages? Vigorous a from colleague your private or phone. boss, as I have I ever had the pleasure this. of working with. What about a political appointees at USDOT? Have you spoken about gentleman's time has expired? I couldn't hear the question. I'm sorry. Well, you I'll yield me one you. minute, sir. Absolutely not. If you if you had uh, yielded uh, the secretary some time to actually answer the ridiculous question, you might have actually gotten something. Oh, it's ridiculous a, question. It's a ridiculous okay. question. That's right. I, I just want to uh, bring out this uh, montage of. Some of Joe Biden's greatest misses. The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway, from, from, uh, uh, excuse me, from Charlotte, one, another line going from in Florida down to Tampa. Of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot. Here's what <laughs> drives the driver uh, in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do, the drivers. There you go. It's, it's ridiculous, Scott, to, to wonder if there might be some conversations being had about what happens with Joe Biden. Yeah, I noticed my, my greatest hit was not included, that Darren to Dash double depression. That was... <laughs> Maybe we'll find that for later, huh? <laughs> That's true. I mean, somebody get... suggested to me last night that we should have uh, T-shirts made with Darren Dash Double Depression under it. <laughs> that was a word he invented, too. <laughs> uh, I think he was trying to say true international effort to pressure, and it came out what, Scott? Darren Dash Double Depression, There you I think. go. If I remember yeah, correctly. I think anyway. that's right. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, apparently, you're not allowed to show pictures of babies in Congress while talking about abortion. Isn't that remarkable? No, that's no. where we Is are. That, yeah, right. Uh, Representative Gary Palmer wanted to show that photo. Uh, you've probably seen it. It's, it's, it's famous the world over. It's a photo of a baby being operated on in utero. You see the baby's mom coming, or the baby's hand coming out of the mom's belly, mm-hmm. and it, it's its hand is holding onto the finger of the surgeon. So like that, obviously that's a child in there. That's a living being. That's not a clump of cells. Um, That's a life worth protecting. Now this was the reaction from the Democrat overseeing the hearing representative Diana to get, uh, it it is astonishing to me. And all types of gentlemen will suspend and the staff will take down that picture. You take it down. In this committee, we admit documents or photographs on unanimous consent bases, and this has not I been... Except sh- the chair's ruling. Excuse me. This has not been shown to the majority, and it has not been agreed to, and there's no foundation of we will not be, allow it to be displayed, and we will not allow it to be submitted for the record. I'm not this surprised. This is the chair. Gentlemen's recognized. Uh-huh. We will not show pictures of babies. Can I tell you something? Go ahead. I, and you, I know, I don't think you've seen it, uh, but if you've seen the Netflix special with Bill Burr, mm-hmm. he gets ready to wrap up the evening. He said, okay, one more thing. Let's talk about abortion. And people <laughs> are like, oh. 
and and he goes and he, he uses this expl, ex, explanation. Sorry, I've been drinking out Joe's mug. <laughs> he says, you know, he said people all the time. If you're uh, if you're pro-choice, you're like, well, it's not even a baby. He said it's like saying uh, to a baker, once you put all the ingredients together for the cake, you shove it in the oven. Somebody walks over, pulls it out, and throws it across the floor. You say, what happened to my cake? It's not even a cake yet. It could have been a cake, <laughs> but it wasn't. Well, that's an interesting comparison there. That's what I thought, too. I thought, well, yeah. that's from the creative mind of Bill Burr. You yeah. Know, I'll give him all the credit for that one. But, right. You know, it is interesting. They, they don't want to show it because it makes people queasy. Of course. It's, 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 it makes them very uncomfortable and very queasy. And they don't want to see that. Right. They don't. No, they don't. That's why they, they have uh, relegated abortion to uh, women's health. They don't want to say abortion yeah. anymore. They don't want to see that. I mean, dude, we had this one congressman on who says that we shouldn't use the word abortion at all. I would suggest that you stop throwing the word abortion around um, because you think it's one that is going to um, raise the emotions um, above a having a reasonable conversation. Um, a, in, in, in a word that has been weaponized, in my opinion, by certain people in this country, because if we're going to have a real conversation about this, we have to stop using language um, that is, you know, going to um, prevent an actual meaningful conversation. Yeah. We don't want to use the word abortion because it actually no. it, it actually tells people what we're talking about. We'd rather just say bodily autonomy. We'd rather just say yeah. women's health. Women's health. Yeah. That's it. See, again, they know they're upside down in the argument when it comes to their actual beliefs that abortion should be legal, on demand, through all nine months of pregnancy. Yes. They know that they're upside down with the American public on that, and that's why they're so afraid of it. I also take exception to this idea that using a word abortion, one, it's ridiculous where she says, well, that, that, you know, that, that injects so much emotion into this. Okay, well, you should have some emotion when you're talking about when and whether it's okay to end a human life there should be some level of emotion there because mm -hmm. that that is an emotional thing and democrats used to acknowledge that and believe that or at least they said they believed that mm -hmm. that's well, i think the they whole, did i think they did the whole safe legal rare yeah. thing i think most people do yes. you can recognize that an abortion is a tragedy and also then say it should be legal up until this point look you, man you can do that we live in a live and let live type society for the most part. Mm -hmm. But live and let live wasn't enough. No. You had to keep pushing. You had to keep pushing. You had to keep pushing. And all of a sudden, it becomes a despicable, macabre sort of way that you are, you are behaving. Yeah. And, we, and you, can't, you can't do that. People are offended by that and shocked by that. And all of a sudden, it went right from rare and safe, you know, first two two weeks or six weeks yeah. or whatever to up to nine months. Yeah. That's unacceptable to most Americans. Yeah. But again, this is the thing. You, it, it's the, it's the uh, inch and mile conversation. Oh, yeah. Because that's what always happens. I mean, Mark Lee used to mock me all the time, and I'd say, well, that's kind of a slippery slope argument. Nah, <laughs> you and your slippery slopes. But, but then it becomes that, yeah. and you're like, well, there it was. Well, do you remember that, that woman uh, that we heard from a while back? Uh, well, it was right after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. And she, I thought she put it perfectly, explaining how we got to this point and why there is such a groundswell of support 
for reasonable restrictions on abortion. And it, she gets to what your point was here. Yeah. Blaming are themselves. It is 100% their fault Roe got overturned. Liberals. A lot of people, myself included at one point in time, could sympathize with the scared teenager, with the drug addict who had no business bringing a baby into this world. We could understand that we didn't like it, we didn't agree with it, but we could at least understand it. We went from safe, legal, and rare to up to the moment of birth. We gave you an inch and you took a mile. We drew the line when you decided that you should be able to murder a fully formed infant up to the moment it exits your body. You have no one to blame but yourselves. Yep. That's absolutely true. They didn't just take a mile. They took a marathon. Yeah, but that's absolutely true. That's what happened. Yeah, it's at your feet. Yeah. Coming up, uh, the Army is cutting its force size amid unprecedented battle for recruits. We'll get to the details of that story and much more. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot to get started. My brother brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 683 7713. That's 1 800 683 7733. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 683 7733. That's 1 800 683 7733. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. How about we grab a picnic and hang out by the lake? How about we go for a walk? How about we play tennis? Looking for people who just want to do something fun? Find them on our time. The number one site made for singles over 50. It's easy to use and easy to find people who love doing the same things you do. From gardening to wine tasting to just going for a bike ride. Because even doing the simple things are better together. Start for free today on OurTime.com. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Markley, Van Camp, and Robin show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins, Jamie Markley on special assignment. He'll be back tomorrow. Well, the Army is significantly cutting the total number of soldiers it expects to have in the force over the next two years as the military faces what a top general has called an unprecedented challenge in bringing in 
recruits, and everybody's trying to figure out, well, what's going on? Why are people not signing up for the military? Well, I mean, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, especially in this administration, they have mm-hmm. sent the message that they don't care about you if you go serve in the armed forces. No. they. I mean, from the reaction to Afghanistan, the Afghanistan withdrawal, to the vaccine mandate that they're still trying to enforce, they've shown that they just don't care. No. And then you hear about, you know, the <laughs> The Navy, different branch, obviously, but uh, the Navy doing this, like, pronoun training for people. Who wants to sign up for that? You know, you're like, okay, I'm going to sign up. Because I do think that, you know, volunteering for the service is, is the noblest, one of the noblest things you can do. Because you're saying, my country needs me, and you're raising your hand and saying, pick me, send me. And that's why I think we owe everybody who serves in the military a debt of gratitude. But when you're already saying, I am volunteering to put my life on the line for this country, and then I'm going to go into a a service, and they're going to tell me all the reasons why I'm privileged and why I'm damaged and why I'm bad and why America sucks and all of this other stuff, this woke crap that they keep putting into the military. Why why do you do that? Why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Like, if I wanted that, I'd go to college. (laughs) <laughs> you know, right. I can, I can oh, yeah. get a guilt trip right. in college. I want to learn how to how to break stuff and defend my country. Right. That's what you sign up for the military for, okay? Majored in break stuff. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Double majored. Yeah, break right. stuff and things break that stuff, go boom. Things that go boom. Yeah. Well, Army officials say that the service will fall about 10,000 sh- uh, soldiers short of its planned end strength for this fiscal year. And they say that this is going to stick around for a while. That that look, the interest is just not there. They actually what what was the actual number here? Back in January, the army for the first time began offering a maximum enlistment bonus of fifty thousand dollars to highly skilled recruits who joined for six years. At the time, they said, "Hey, look, you know, shuttered schools during the pandemic and a highly competitive job market have posed significant challenges for recruiters. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not at high schools, if you're not visible there." If you've got a lot of kids, I mean, and that's the other tragedy that's attached to this. It's, it's not just about readiness of the Army and other branches of the military, but you're seeing a lot of kids who could also be saved by the military by having that sort of structure around them not showing up and because it's just easier because they've fallen off the radar of every right. support service that's available to them. You know what? Uh, if it all goes back to COVID, what we've done to people for the last two years, this is absolutely the biggest and most failed human experiment that we've ever gone through as a species. I mean, we have completely upset the balance of societies around the world. And it, the only thing that can result from it is chaos. And that's what we're seeing, whether it's the military, whether it's homelessness, whether it's uh, crime in, in major cities. It, a lot of that is going back to the fact that when times got tough, the government completely folded. Right. They weren't willing to do what was right because they were scared. Yes. And that's a real shame, man. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show.
San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-683-7713. That's 1-800-683-7733. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-683-7733. That's 1-800-683-7733. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. It's Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley's on special assignment. He'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here. Remember a couple of months ago, Biden was uh, speaking in front of a union and started yelling about how Republicans didn't care about lines at food banks. No, they don't care. No, they didn't, didn't care. Remember that? He starts yelling, just oh, yeah. shaking his fist at the clouds. <laughs> Remember those long lines you'd see in a television? Yeah. People lining up in all kinds of vehicles just to get a box of food in their trunk. How quickly we forget people were hurting. And what did the MAGA crowd want to do? Forget it. Forget it. God, this is the United States of America. The idea. Yeah. Uh, so there are a few issues with that. But now there are organizations that feed people in need who are saying that it's about to get a lot worse. This is the hungriest summer um, that yeah. they have seen in recent memory. Yeah. And a lot of that's because of inflation. Mm -hmm. Because food costs are so high right now. And we've heard these stories. We've highlighted them. I, I know they get relegated to local news coverage. But while Joe Biden is going to go out there today and give some speech on climate change, there are people who are starving. There are people who can't afford to eat because he refuses to do what's right in increasing domestic supply of oil and then the refining capacity uh, to turn it into gasoline to lower those prices. You lower those prices, and we are in much better shape moving forward i think yeah. some of it some of it it's almost too late because you had farmers who were cutting back on what they were growing and what they were harvesting because of the high cost of diesel so it's probably too late in the near term for some of that but you would cut down on so many costs across the board if you just went on a deregulation spree and he won't do it and so instead he's lying about these mega republicans who didn't uh, who didn't care that people were lining up 
They were lining up because people shut down their businesses. People shut down. They had no work. They had no work. They no. couldn't afford to eat. Well, now, Joe, you've got more bricks in the wall than ever. You've right. got the cost of energy. You've got the cost of petroleum. You've got yeah. the cost of food. You've got the cost of everything. Yeah. This is insanity. It, it really is. And, I, and, we, and, th- and this is what he's going to talk about today. And again, NBC polling that I saw was, what, 3% of the yeah. people actually give a flying flip about this? Yeah. Well, yeah. and the other thing here is that when you've got inflation uh, and fears of a recession, people are donating less. So a lot of these organizations, Feeding America, uh, Meals on Wheels America, things like that, and a food bank, uh, and multiple food bank networks, they're not really getting the donations that they normally need. And what really, when, when, when Biden was yelling about that, and he's done that a few more times while going out, the thing that really pisses me off is that when people were hurting, a lot of folks who were well off mm-hmm. or at least had enough to spare were willing to donate to these organizations. And I'll tell you, man, and I'm not trying to prop myself up at all, but just based on my personal observations, doing a few things. Right. There were a whole lot of Make America Great Again bumper stickers in the, in the, in the trucks that were bringing in supplies to the food banks who were bringing in supplies to churches who were feeding people. So for this son of a to, right, to know, go out there and say, oh, the MAGA people just didn't want to forget, that's a toxic lie. Because the pajama class and the Democratic Party didn't do squat. And I, What do you I, want to bring religion to this for? Right. right. And they, they hate that. They hate right. it. Although that's the thing that saved it. Yes. Always. Always, Always. faith-based people working together for yeah. the betterment of their communities and mankind. And all you can think about is, you really keep your religion out of my life. Uh-huh. You people. And yeah, and, and so right now we've got a situation where more people are going hungry. Yes. Because this administration is completely incompetent and it's, and it's run by a senile old fool. Well, I'm waiting to see mass casualties here, too, of people who don't have air conditioning. Yeah. And, and, and the, the heat, and they can't, or they can't afford to pay the bills or whatever. I mean, you know, this is yeah. all just. Yeah, when he said that, and he was, he was the Jeff Dunham old man puppet, too, yeah. when he was doing that, you know. The idea that people. Box of food! And at the exact time he was talking about that, you had local news stories, and we played him stories about. Food banks and churches, nonprofits, struggling to meet demand. The guy just lies all the time. Yes. And it's just sickening because everything this guy does is aimed at dividing the country. Everything this guy does is about dividing us and not actually solving solutions or solving problems and finding solutions for everybody else. It's about solving problems for the people that line his pockets. Mm-hmm. Old 10% for the big guy. What a crock, man. And this guy's going to waste time by going out and talking about uh, clean energy or whatever. Well, you got people starving. I mean, we still have, you mentioned it yesterday again, still have an infant formula crisis. You think yeah. you want to get somebody on that, Joe? No. Senile old dumbass. Golly. It just pisses me off, man. I know. Well, me too. And, and this, again, this is what, the, and all the newscasts are going to lead with it tonight. Yeah. Sounding the alarm on green energy. Yeah. 90 degree temperatures across the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Never had heat waves before. No, they're no. going to absolutely play this. <laughs> and, and again, why is Biden making this announcement now? Well, I suspect this is why. 
Yeah. He's going to point at the temperatures currently yeah. across the country and go, see? Which, that, that's another curious thing, right? Because when somebody says, hey, it was a little chilly uh, last fall or it was unseasonably cold, right. uh, boy, that global warming thing doesn't seem to be uh, up to snuff that you're talking about, or at least as extreme as you're talking about. And what do you hear always from the, well, actually, crowd? It's, well, oh, yeah. actually, uh, weather is not climate, you knuckle-dragging buffoon. Oh, yeah, mouth breather, yeah. But now it's like there's a heat wave in summer. Oh, my gosh, it's triple digits in Texas. Really? That's climate change. <laughs> I grew up in Texas, man. It gets, it gets hot in the and summer. Again, and again, I mean, I, I say this, and I mean it with all sincerity. You have to have the infrastructure available to support what you're about to do. Mm-hmm. What you want to do. And it starts with a building of an infrastructure that will support it and bring right. down the cost of a vehicle so people can afford it. Well, right. Only then will you convince me that this is the way to go. It isn't, you're not ready now. Right. Again, you've got power grids old that are going down. We've got uh, blackouts, you know, happening all over the place this summer, rolling blackouts because of the, of the energy supply. The grids are old. Nothing is nothing is ready for anything. And all you want to do is score points by saying, "Well, we're radiating the planet." Yeah. Well, they're, by twenty thirty, we expect to have, and here we go. Right. They're trying to hang shingles before the foundation is poured. Absolutely. There's no foundation, but we're yeah. going to hang the shingles. That's right. That's, good. Good analogy so there. It's, yes. It's really, just not going to work out. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, we do have a border crisis that's still going on. Um, and the mayors of Washington, D.C. and New York City are getting mad because a bunch of illegal immigrants have shown up in their cities and draining their resources yeah. for their homeless yeah. population. Yeah. Wow, it's, it's almost like having unchecked migration into the United States is a, mm-hmm. is a bad thing that yeah. we should reconsider that strategy. Uh, White House Press Secretary, though, Karine Jean-Pierre, without, again, no hint of irony, no hint of self-awareness here, says that rates, uh, red state governors need to do more to stop the flow of migrants from their states into blue states. And <laughs> there, it, it is just astounding here. Here is Corinne uh, Jean-Pierre. So as you know, we're in constant communication and contact with governors uh, just across the country. I don't have anything specific to that, uh, you know, you that, the specific on uh, migrants being uh, shipped to other states. Is there a message from the White House about? It, I think what it's. They I, I do think or we, we have. This has come up before, I believe, a couple of months ago, and I think we believe it's shameful uh, that uh, that uh, some governors are using uh, migrants as a political tool, uh, as a political play, uh, when. Uh, we should be uh, making sure that we're doing everything that we can uh, to help uh, to help folks who are coming into this process uh, uh, in a uh, legal way, and making sure that uh, you know we do this in a in a safe uh, in a safe way and respectful way. And I think it's shameful that that is happening. Yeah, because you guys never used it as a political tool at all, oh, ever. No. Remember when they that were... wasn't the idea behind it, was it? No, they were crying unfettered, about it. Unfettered Im- illegal immigration to this country? You weren't counting on those folks to vote for you again? Of course you were. Yeah. Not even about the voting, though. I mean, remember, they pitched a fit when Trump was 
not going to allow the census to count illegal immigrants right. in communities towards the population Can't have of that any either. given state. They right. threw a fit over that mm-hmm. because that's part of the reason why these blue states like New York and California lost congressional seats because congress- seats in the House of Representatives are allotted based on a state's population. And if the population, if a significant amount of the population is not counted because they're not here legally, well, then they're going to, it's going to look like their population is actually lower. I certainly don't discount that. And so I also don't discount the fact they were pushing for illegals being able to vote. Yeah, I mean, that, there, there's a part of that. But the bigger, the bigger yeah. thing is more representation in, in yes. Congress by padding the stats. They don't care what happens to the illegal immigrants when they're here. They don't care. It doesn't matter. The game is population. That's it. For and then, states that are hemorrhaging population. Right, exactly. Got so, re- right, to recoup that somehow. Right. Meanwhile, big city uh, mayors are, are meeting today to talk about guns, guns, guns. And we'll get to the bottom of this next. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley's out today. He'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here, as always. We really do mm-hmm. appreciate it. Yeah, we do. Uh, big city mayors are coming together today, Scott, and they are trying to tackle gun control. And you know what they are going after right now? The manufacturers of the firearms. Oh, here we go again. For the crime that is committed using their products. Hey, how about cleaning up your cities? No, no, how no, about no, getting, no. How about getting these people off the streets no. and terrorizing people, you know? No, it's got, it's, you know what? It's got to be Glock and Sig Sauer's fault that they've got a, uh, a gun problem. God, right? I mean, <laughs> just, this is not hard. Yeah. New York City Mayor Eric Adams was on Good Morning America along with the mayors of, I think, St. Louis, Buffalo, and I get, there's one other city I can't remember now what it was but here's eric adams talking about these evil gun manufacturers well we have clearly identified that we're dealing with the same problem a nine billion dollar industry that's their profits are turning pain into our communities and so we want to mobilize strategize learn from each other and see best practices we were successful in decreasing uh, shootings and homicides in the city uh, but we have a long way to go and the goal is to use a centralized database to show where guns are coming from, who are the manufacturers. Five manufacturers uh, in this country are producing over 50% of the crime, the guns that are using crimes. We must learn from each other. United as mayors, uh, we can send a strong mes- message on the national level and the state level that we have to stop this. I mean, imagine, imagine going after Louisville Slugger if there was a problem with people beating each other to death with, with baseball, baseball bats. bats. Yeah. It does. It, no, a crime was committed with this product. The vast majority of gun owners, the vast majority of people who go out and buy guns, will never commit a crime. Uh, and especially that gets even higher uh, if you're talking about people who go and get the uh, concealed carry permit. That's right. I mean, in Texas and Florida, the stat is that uh, licensed carry holders are 
what, commit crimes at one-twelfth the rate of police officers. They're not just talking about the general population. So you're going after the gun manufacturers because that's all you have left. It can't be your policies. It can't be no. bail reform. It can't, no. It's got, it's got to all be the gun manufacturers. Yeah, it's definitely Smith & Wesson's fault that yeah. you've got a gang problem in New York City. Crooked DAs. You know, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Stop it with this uh, the tired old arguments. Golly. <laughs> it's just so it's so silly and that they're even treated seriously by mainstream media is shocking but not surprising. After this we're gonna sue Ford and Chevrolet for automobile accidents. Yeah. We're gonna sue Bacardi's for, fault. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's Bacardi's fault that people drive drunk. You got drunk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, good Jeez. luck with that one. But again, it's because when you when you don't have any real success to build off of, and when you have spent years calling every uh, uh, effort to crack down on crime racist, what do you have left? You got to go after the gun manufacturers. Yeah, that's it. Because, because they can't you don't go want back. to admit that what you what you did was a terrible mistake. Right. They can't go back and say, you know what, stop and frisk kind of did work. Yeah. So, I mean, we could put limits on, on, on that because I think most people would agree that it got a little out of control. Sure, like everything else. Like Keep everything an eye else. On it. Yeah, but, adapt on the fly. Right. Yes. Like, I mean, like, uh, what's, what's going to be fascinating is watching some of the swings. Did you see what, what San Francisco is doing now? Or what, what is being proposed? <laughs> With, for crime? With, yes. Within, within two years, they went from defund the police to now they're trying to allow law enforcement to have access to... Uh, private security cameras in real time. So <laughs> within two years, you've gone from defund the police to make the police uh, nanny state. Yeah. That, I, yeah. There is a massive middle ground that you missed here. You realize that, right? But every, every decision is knee-jerk, every right. single one. It, yeah. yeah, instead of actually yeah, looking actually at a problem and Methodically saying, thinking it through, yeah, they mm. don't want to do that. They just want to knee-jerk immediately. I mean, so, you, you could go to, to, the, to the radical position of actually locking up criminals. <sighs> uh, you could do that. You, you could go to the radical position of actually allowing police officers to do their jobs and quit making them the enemy. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're not going to do that. No, no. I mean, I don't, I, I don't have a problem with another Andy Sipowitz out there in New York. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that's if I, if, when I when I run for president, it's going to be David Van Camp, a chicken in every pot and a baton to the back of every criminal skull. I'll tell you what, there is a large percentage of the population that would vote for you solely on that alone. Sometimes I see the behavior and I'm just like, you know what? There's not enough police brutality. Yeah, we're going to have a little bit more. I think I think actually we need a, a, a dose more. We'll we'll put some careful restraints on it. But where's America's calling, Dirty Harry? Come you know, on, I, we just maybe we just need a little yeah. bit of that wild card factor to know that you don't mess around or else you're going to find out. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Uh, biggest story of the day. I you know while you've got people who are starving and can't you know afford to feed themselves and mm -hmm. food banks and other organizations that help bring food to people in need are struggling to uh, provide those services. Um, Biden is going to be, I guess, in the next 15 minutes or so is when it's scheduled, so probably in an hour or whatever. Yeah. they got to put the smelling salts under his nose to get him up. Um, supposed to be talking about uh, climate change and green weenie stuff. There's a knock on the door right now. It's the B12 guy. <laughs>
Mr. President. Mr. President, uh, hey, here, here's some of uh, Hunter Biden's go juice. Uh, you'll be ready to go in 15 minutes. Okay, man, okay. Van Camp and Robbins show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for being mm-hmm. here. I'm sorry. I, I, I just ran across a uh, <clears throat> a new piece of audio from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, oh who is one of the most cringe-inducing politicians, especially in the last couple of years, that I've ever seen. I mean, remember after George Floyd got killed, Everybody, she had all these geezers in Congress wearing the kente cloth, and they were oh, all yeah. taking the kneeling. <laughs> well, they couldn't get up, but they took yeah. a knee. Yeah, yeah, she needed help getting up because she's <clears throat> right. you know 150 years old. Yes. Um, and then when, well, she was talking about George Floyd again, and thanked George Floyd for dying. Right, which was always one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, George Floyd, for your giving sacrifice. your life, giving your yeah life. your sacrifice. Yes. Uh, Well, she's talking about uh, the Right to Contraception Act, I guess, which is part of their big abortion push as well. But they want to codify these things. It's all, you know, again, for show, uh, because they're afraid the Supreme Court is going to overturn any precedent that would protect uh, contraception and all of this. Um, And here is what the Speaker of the House had to say today. So with that, um, we just go to our mantra we ain't going back <laughs> we ain't we are not i guess i should correct my language we're not going Ugh. i ain't ain't going back oh gosh there you go that's that that's the third in line something happens to joe something happens to kamala that's our president Screwed, blued, and tattooed <laughs> exactly and 2024 can't get yes. here quickly enough you know Tucker's been running this picture of her every night he talks about her on the beach with the swimsuit top on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been running that every time he yeah, talks the, about the her. The low-cut top and people <laughs> yeah. making unseemly jokes about, uh, well, milk sales yeah. going up and things like Gravity. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swing oh, low. <laughs> so All right, we should probably just move on. No ride. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh dang it. Uh, grow right. up. Grow up, Scott. All right. Grow up. All right. Uh, we got your big trifecta yeah, here. Let's do it. Uh, top three stories of the day. Let's let's roll it. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Top three stories today. Casey Casey is not along for the ride because he vacations no. with Jamie Markley. He always goes with Markley. Wherever yeah, Markley goes, that's where he goes. Yeah, that's yep. that's the thing. You know, he takes the little the little bottle that that has yeah. his ghost in it, and yeah, off they go wherever it is that he's going. Uh, he's played a lot of golf. Yep. <laughs> number three, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis 
This is almost like a proxy presidential campaign right now, isn't it? Or maybe just oh, yeah, the, the yeah, beginnings of a presidential campaign. Yeah. Uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, yes. Governor Hairgel, and yes. potentially uh, Satan incarnate yes. uh, is uh, going after Ron DeSantis for being a good governor. Yeah. And uh, Ron DeSantis was asked about it, Scott. And you like? Well, it's mostly a one-sided feud uh, with DeSantis. Yeah. Uh, but DeSantis has had enough. There's an ad campaign that targets him, paid for by Newsom, touting Newsom and California as the true bastion of freedom. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, in very DeSantis fashion, DeSantis has decided, okay, I let this go for a while. It's time to push back. And, yeah. of course, he pushes back Fantastic. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, this is a guy that locked people down, that kept kids out of school, denied people the right to earn a living, wanted to force COVID vaxes on people. What did I do? I stood in the way of all that. I lifted people up. We stood with students against the teachers union. We stood with individuals against big government. Uh, and we made sure that people had the choice about whether they wanted to take this vax or not. They should not have ever been in a position to lose their job. He also attacked me for helping these Special Olympic athletes. These athletes you? were, they have Down syndrome, disabilities, and they wanted to compete in the Special Olympics in Orlando. Well, there's an international bureaucracy affiliated with the group that imposed vax discrimination yeah. on these athletes. A lot of the, 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 the athletes I met, their doctors told them not to do it based on their condition. So what did we do? We fought the bureaucracy, and we got those athletes reinstated. That changed their lives to be able to do. He would discriminate against athletes with Down syndrome. Oh. Boom! <laughs> Suck it, Newsom. <laughs> hear that? Hear that on a campaign ad in 2024. Yeah. He would discriminate against kids with Down syndrome. Gavin Newsom hates children, and he really hates children with Down syndrome. Yeah, oh yeah, heck yeah. Yeah. Bring it on, man. I'm telling you, these guys aren't smart enough or savvy enough to handle him. They're just not. No. And you team up with Christina Pashaw, his his press secretary? Yeah. Dude. Oh, it's brutal. It's, it's straight fire. The thing is, too, what they're very good at is, one, doing the right thing yeah most of the time like doing yeah. like realizing that uh you know we know that people are going to complain about it but who cares we're going to do the best that we can and make the best decisions that we can they also come with receipts yes that's the thing like, great point like yeah. what, what you just heard from ron DeSantis there about gavin newsom he's going down the list he's saying yeah he locked people down he took people out of put people out of work yeah he t took your kids out of school yeah and we didn't do that we pushed back against that yeah you know after we weren't going to do that right. after it was evident that there was no need to do it we went out on a limb and we did it we said no we're not we're not we're not going to keep people out of school we're not going to force people to lose their jobs we're not going to force people to take vaccines they don't no. want no. no and then i'm going to save the special olympics yeah. so there and if you yeah. <laughs> you want yeah. to whine about that whatever I'm watching a thing last night on the news, too, about the airlines and the pilot shortage currently yeah. going on. And you really shot yourself on the foot with this mandate crap that was that was thrown down at you. Yeah. You know, mandating your pilot. You have to have the shot by this time or you can't work for us. Okay, fine. We don't want to work for you. Yeah. And that was the end of that.
Yeah, that's the thing is that if you're a, if you're a confident pilot, you do have other options. Yeah, absolutely, you do. And so yeah. I'm going to go. I'm you know I'm going to do something else for a little while. Yeah, I might as well because I don't yeah. want to do that. Right. Again, yeah. all over a vaccine that doesn't actually stop the spread of no. The coronavirus. And there's a piece I read today that it may in fact some of these boosters may be causing damage to the to immune people. system. Yeah, yeah, to the immune system. Yeah, it's yeah screwing up the immune system. Natural immunity. Yeah, there there have been people uh, worried about that for a while, and and you know you don't know one way or the other just yet. Like mm-hmm. it hadn't been solid rock confirmed, but you know doing too many, they're, they're, they call it the boomerang effect. Yeah, that essentially it, it decreases your body's ability to detect the virus and fight it off efficiently, right. effectively. Yes, and so naturally. Yeah, so <clears throat> so yeah, for for the vast majority of of adults, it's not necessary to get booster after booster after booster, and in fact long-term might actually do more harm than good right so yeah i yeah i I think desantis is 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 good at not just having talking points ready but having the receipts and being willing to 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 go for the jugular when he needs to and he's smart enough to 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 understand the chess game and how it works yeah newsom's no match for him yeah Besides the sparkling teeth and, you know, gelled hair. That's all he has. That's it. (laughs) Uh, Number two in the trifecta, top three stories of the day, according to Scott Robbins. uh, Sesame Workshop is providing, like, workplace sensitivity training. I'm kind of taking great delight in this because Sesame Street is about as woke as it gets. Mm -hmm. They're being accused of racism and promising to roll out new training for their employees after an alleged racist incident, incident went viral. Now, I've seen the video. Sesame Street used to have a black Muppet back in the 70s named Roosevelt, but he disappeared. It was only last year Sesame Street introduced two more black Muppets. So you've got a strike count already. But now this video has gone viral of Rosita, one of the big Sesame Street characters, big head walking down the street. Two young African-American girls are there and he's walking down the row and he's, you know, doing the best he can with his big head and, and, uh, mm-hmm. So he's high-fiving some people and some people he's just walking by. Well, these little girls are there, and they put their hand out, and he walks by them. Yeah. It, not, extic- not extending his hand, and it shows them being rather discouraged that he didn't. I get that. You know, if you've ever been into a baseball game where the mascot's going through the crowd, and he hits some people, misses some people, that's just the way. They can't see. They got big heads on. Yeah. And usually there's a handler nearby that kind of guides them. Well, Sesame Street now says, by golly, we are going to have some racial bias training that will take place now. Now, I've seen this story, and from what I can gather, because yeah. I, I just really don't have the bandwidth to care all that much, but <laughs> like, I, I, I saw the video, and it's like, oh, that kind of sucks. Those two little girls got snubbed. It, it's, it's remarkable to me that that immediately turned into a race, the race. story. I know. That, I know. That, it does suck. I mean, but you, you, when you're in those costumes, I've talked to these people, yeah. you can't really see. To the side of you is really difficult, oh. even straight ahead. No, I know. I, 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 when I worked for Chick-fil-A, I donned that cow costume more than <laughs> you once. Were, you were in that thing? Yeah. I'll be damned. I did not know that. All right. That thing is hotter than hell. Oh, I'll bet. And, and yeah, you can't see all that well. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, the Sesame Street freaks out. They're going to conduct bias training. Okay. Through a review of the ways in which they engage families and guests at Sesame Place after the video of racial bias potentially went viral. Is there any evidence whatsoever that the the person in the costume looked down and said, oh, I'm not touching those little black kids? No, of course not. So how of is this a national not. news story? It is. 
And again, the nuts. Shut them down. It's too late for bias training. They need a total transformation. It's the culture. Oh, my gosh. Sesame Street. Sesame Street is as woke as you can get. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, Sesame Street, just not, not good enough. They're not accepting enough. Yeah, okay. And, I, and whoever's in the costume, they'll probably leak the name and her life will be destroyed or his life, whoever yeah. it is. They'll, Gosh, they'll go nuts. Yeah, yeah that's terrible. Well, they're going to they're gonna have to really try to get their audience back, and Elmo is about to uh, come out as trans. Oh, God. <laughs> Emo. <laughs> Elmo, what's that surgical scar you have there? <laughs> oh, Elmo, doesn't, Elmo doesn't know. <laughs> uh, Elmo's mommy said it was okay. Yeah. All right. yeah. Uh, number one in the trifecta, Scott Robbins' top three stories of the day. Oh, we went over this a little bit yesterday. <laughs> we did, yeah. So there was a protest outside of the Supreme Court yesterday, and, and people were in the street. And because they were in the street, they were getting moved along by the police. And, of course, uh, some members of the squad, uh, the far-left group of nut jobs in the House of Representatives, yeah. uh, they were part of the, the crowd that got escorted away and out of the street. They were not arrested for like no. protesting it was because they were, they never were in the cuffed. damn road they uh, were never cuffed they were never cuffed well they made it look that way because they invisible they handcuffs did. they on. had invisible yeah. handcuffs behind their hands and they were faking mm -hmm. being handcuffed for the photos that we all knew what would happen i know i know mm -hmm. you've probably seen this the the photo from like good morning america where <laughs> it's from the front so it really yeah. does look like it does handcuffed. look like it yeah it looks like alexandria ocasio-cortez and ilhan omar but she's not are handcuffed they're not neither handcuffed. one of them are no she says she wasn't faking though it was best practice to to keep your hands behind like that because we didn't want to escalate it into a resisting arrest anyway well, they all they all got together and took a group photo yeah, yesterday saw that and uh, the headline reads looks like the world's most annoying band <laughs> Cory Bush tweeted out the Supreme Court will not stop us, even though they arrested us. No, they didn't. We won't <laughs> stop our organizing, agitating, and legislating for justice. Now, taking the band concept one step further, I read this piece. This was tweeted out. They said they do look like a band. They look like the Spite Girls. <laughs> Shiny Spite, Carpy Spite, Security Spite, Sister Wifey Spite, and Dumb Spite. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I love that. I like, I like how they're 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 going out and they're fundraising off of this, and they're you know claiming yeah. that they were arrested for standing up for whatever uh, reproductive rights and women's health and all that stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw the update on this though. They were where they were escorted was like a nice shaded grassy area, mm -hmm. uh, not far from where they were uh, escorted away. The cops uh, were taking selfies with them. Oh, God. So, no, no, no they're, they're we playing arrested. this up for all it's worth. And, of course, the lackeys in the media are going along with it. It is just fake news. Wasn't it like 100 degrees, too? Probably pretty warm. I mean, yeah. in D.C., it was like yeah. in the 90s. And there's, yeah. did you see what uh, AOC had the long coat on again? Yeah. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you? It's like 100 out well, there. Well, again, the lizard people are not affected by the, <laughs> by, by the heat. <laughs> yeah. He's got to pour some water on him occasionally. <laughs> Give her a couple of crickets. She'll be fine. <laughs> uh, we got Nimrods in the news coming up. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show.
Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley's out today. He'll be back tomorrow. I still can't believe that DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is so comfortable lying about the state of our southern border. Well, he, he does it all the time. I mean, this is what he said this week at the Aspen uh, Security Forum. Um, the border, the border is secure. No one's the border. Um, we are working to make the border more secure. Uh huh. No, you're not. No, no, you're really, you're really not. No, you're not. And and if you're doing that, it's about uh, I don't know, eighteen months too late. You 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 should have been on this a little while ago, but now. Uh, I'm actually kind of encouraged because of uh, mayors like Muriel Bowser in D.C., like Eric Adams in New York City. Now that they're whining about having to deal with this influx of migrants, That's right. maybe actually something will get done. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not expecting it, but I'm saying at least it's a little bit more possible than it had been uh, you know, last week. Anyway, it's time to get to Nimrod's in the news. It starts this way. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. Nimrod's in the news. Uh, well, we know it never feels good to be stood up on a date because nothing is more costly than your time, they say. Yeah, it's true. A woman uh, in Michigan named Kashante Short was stood up a while back, and she didn't just complain about it on social media. She sued the guy. She wants $10,000 in damage. Holy smoke. Because she said she suffered emotional distress that he didn't show up, and it was her mother's birthday, and her mom had just died. Oh, gosh. She also said he committed perjury uh, when he lied about his intentions or something. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm sure that'll work out. That's Nimrod in the news. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show.